Guys, welcome back to 1720. I'm Peyton. I'm Dustin. So, uh, Peyton, uh, as you know, we both attend Flatirons Church on a relatively regular basis. You do. Uh, and a much-awaited event occurred this weekend. Mm-hmm. Jim is back. Uh, we actually did a podcast um, when he first went on a sabbatical, and we... I think Luke was uh, Luke was there, yep. and um, he sort of made the prediction that Jim wouldn't come back. And quite frankly, I, I couldn't make a big argument that he was coming back. Right. Uh, and what was really interesting to me uh, was to hear the church say it, mm-hmm. that he was coming back. Yeah. He was coming back. But what was clear in Jim's return uh, first sermon uh, this weekend was, I don't think he knew he was coming back. Yeah, he I even think said so. Did I he? think a whole lot of people. I don't think it was as certain as as they said it was going right. to was. Yeah, which I got that vibe too. You know, and I get it. You know, it's a big organization. It's a big church. Uh, I don't think you want to panic everybody and freak everybody out. But uh, I really sort of struggle with how you create church family in a church that size. Then, because don't you sort of need to have a sense of what what's real? Um. I, I don't know. It was it, so that part was a little little odd for me. Because, so you're saying it would have been more intimate, like the details of the situation would be more intimate if the size were smaller. Uh, yeah. Well, yes, because the, that stuff sort of spreads like wildfire. So, like they they couldn't say oh, certain things it, because it, it's big. Here's a perfect example. I work for a very large company. I've worked mm-hmm. for large companies quite a bit in my life, mm-hmm. right? And uh, messaging is 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 an art. Mm-hmm. It's an art, and uh, uh, you know. In executive positions, you're taught how to message things, mm-hmm. and I hate that in a church. Mm-hmm. I hate the idea that you message anything. Yeah, I get why. I've been taught why. I know how to do it. I just sure. I don't feel like we should be messaged to. Okay. I don't know how you. I don't know. I don't know what the alternative right. looks like. Right. I know the alternative probably in a much smaller church is a family, a mm-hmm. much more of a family. Right. But. I don't know how much how much of a family is Uncle Joe hmm. if no one talks about his drug problem. Right. Right. I'm not saying Jim has a drug problem. No, yeah, no, that's <laughs> right. a good point. You know, but how much of family is Uncle Joe now? Yep. Right? He's, if he's the guy we don't talk about, we don't talk about how bad it is. Right. So you saw his uh, – I think you went to the 11 o'clock. Yep. Right? So uh, if you don't know, Flatirons has several services. They have two on Sunday, a four and a six. Mm. So four would be his first one. Saturday. Uh, Saturday, excuse me. Yeah, four and a six on Saturday. So four was his first one. Uh, six is the second one. Uh, th- what time is the nine and eleven on Sunday? Nine and eleven. So you saw his fourth of of the four yep. sermons. Um, so we got the exact opposite. Yeah, and uh, we really wanted to go at the four o'clock mm-hmm. uh, because so you did the six. Uh, no, we went to the four o'clock on Saturday. Oh, okay. Right. So we gotcha. did the very first sermon, and mm-hmm. you did the the Last. end sermon. Yep. So what what was your takeaway? What what did you what did you get out of it? I wasn't really expecting Ben's part in it. I don't know if he did the same thing, but oh yeah, the little intro that yeah. was a little weird. Uh, he, goes, he goes, "I'm going to introduce Ben." I was like, "Wait a minute, right?" I know. You're like, oh, <laughs> are, they gonna, are they going to are they going to switch a roo on us? Because right. if they are, this place might He's riot. Actually sick. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, what I mean is more. You know, it was like I was ready to to see him. Obviously, I, I was I was concerned when they introduced him that. Maybe he wasn't going to get as much leverage as he wanted because everyone's just kind of like, oh, we don't want to hear you talk. But here's what I took from at least Ben's part was that, you know, I think that was a cool moment. Um, I think it was a cool moment because a lot of people get worked up in the fact that um, exactly what he said, you know, it can get political. It can get political where we say, okay, well, 
you know, you made these decisions, you're in a position of leadership, um, and these are the consequences. But they took a second to remind people that, yes, you know, we, we understand that Jim is well-loved. We understand that everyone's really anxious to see Jim and everyone can, you know, forget this relatively easily. But he made mistakes and, and he did things that led to him having to leave for a little while. So we're led to believe. Um, and let's remember that we're a church that, that, that don't just shoot people away because they, they make mistakes. Uh, no, it look, man, his intro was on brand, mm. right? It's hey, we're a church that you know you do bad things, and we're gonna love and have you back, right? I just know I forgot that in the process. Um, you know what I mean? I it was a reminder for me personally, uh, to- totally, um, totally. But he also used that he used the language of family a lot, mm. right? That we're a church, we're the kind of church, we're a church family. This is a big moment in the family right. of the church's moment, or you know, um, and at the four o'clock. So first of all, Jim comes out with his arm in a sling. Yeah. And and he, I noticed in later services, because I watched two to compare the difference, because I really wanted to understand how much of it was just overwhelming and how much it was part of his message. Um, and he did uh, – and and he never really got – no one told us he had sh- shoulder surgery. Right. Ben did it in the intro in later services, thank yeah. God, because the whole time we're like, what has happened to Jim? To get beat up. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, what is wrong? Like, this is horrible. And so he never covers it. Right. And so we were the whole time. And then I think at some point, finally, he says something about having so- shoulder surgery. Right. But anyways, um, but it, it was really, it was like I said, it was very family oriented. It felt like family. Jim was extremely emotional at the four o'clock. I guess let me first ask what's your qualm with, with Ben's intro? Cause I can tell you have one. Uh, okay. So I was going to say Jim was really emotional. Yeah. And, uh, the emotion didn't, I mean, it, it seemed, it really was so much, mm-hmm. uh, there, the level of remorse mm-hmm. was palpable, mm-hmm. right? Like it was, it was, it was, and, and no one in that church service understands why that's true. Right. We were never told. Mm-hmm. We have no sense of it. Mm-hmm. Right. So. It's it it would, it would be like it was it's sort of and I, what I, what I told somebody is it's sort of like if you could imagine someone having a cold mm-hmm. and getting over a cold and everybody like oh my god you got over that cold that's so amazing that's so awesome right it's an inappropriate response for someone who got over a cold sure it's not an inappropriate response for someone who got over cancer yeah right I mean that's a party yeah and the his response was like someone who got over cancer over mm. a near death experience in the mm. church okay. Uh, but everything up until that point was Jim just needs a break. You know, it's this thing. And I guess, I guess at the end of the day, I get it. My problem with it is it's either a church family or it's not a church family. Right. I don't think it's a church family. Mm. I think it's a very large organization that does a very good job of, of creating messages. Yeah. And I, and mm, this is not a knock on the church, really. Mm. It's just, let's, Let's call it what it is. Mm-hmm. I have no problem going to a big corporate church. I have no problem going to a church that has a message and, and controls the message. Mm-hmm. I, t- I totally get it. I've been at big churches before. I understand. I'm like I said, big organization organizations. I understand. Mm-hmm. But let's call it what it is. Right. There is an inner circle that is a family. I'll give you a. I'll give you a um, some credit here because I don't know if you were thinking the same thing, but part of the way through it, he starts thanking a bunch of people. Um, basically for like that last half, he starts just thanking people. Yep. And I was... This is Jim. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually expecting Jim at that point to, um, before he said, he said he wants to give some recognition to some people. Um, 
at least in the service side. I don't know how he no, did worded it. Same, it. same in each. Yeah. And and he, I was expecting him to apologize. I was expecting him to name some individuals or something. Right. Um, and yeah. and then when he started speaking, and you realize that it was people who helped him through uh, the the struggles he had on sabbatical, I realized maybe that wouldn't have been a good idea. You know what I mean? So I can kind of see a clash here. I can see a clash where I, as someone who attends the church, um, don't understand, like you're saying, a lot of the reasons that no one else understands why with the core issues were wanting to maybe go that direction and see, okay, is this where we're going to get to get some info? Is this where we're going to understand why he was asked to take a sabbatical? Um, And then I can also see the other side where it's like, okay, after I realized that wasn't the path they were taking, I, I understand because... It might be inappropriate. It might be inappropriate to say, okay, if if this is the case again, this is speculation. Right. To say, I'm a pastor of this mega church. I've hurt blank, blank, blank people, and right. I want to give public recognition to that. You right. know what I mean? So, like I'm so, Mia Copa. Right. So how yeah. much how much can he actually say um, that's not going to permanently affect at least those individuals? And that might be coming at the church, right? That might be coming in future. Mm-hmm. I mean, they keep saying there's some stories I'm going to tell in the future, so right. on and so forth. Um, so maybe it's coming, but it gets. I, I get the vibe. It's more what he learned from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I get, don't think we're ever going to get. I get the vibe. It's more of what he learned too, and um, which brings me sort of to my next, um, it, especially at the four o'clock. And again, I totally understand. My 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 wife has told me many times, and my my daughter who sees this differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was really funny. My wife and daughter saw it a certain way, and then a friend of ours who was attending with us saw it the same way I did, mm-hmm. which was really interesting. And and my first impression <clears throat> was he should have stayed on sabbatical a little longer. Hmm. I mean, he still seemed he did come back early. He 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 did he he seemed really tired. Mm. And in the in the in the first service, he seemed emotionally just. Hmm. Which I get it, you know. So my daughter says, "Hey, well, you know, if you had three thousand people like welcoming welcoming you back, mm-hmm. you would probably have a similar reaction." Fair enough. Mm-hmm. No, I, I get that. But what I had hoped, or what I was hoping, I would see is Jim would come back triumphant. Mm-hmm. Right. I I I went into the woods. I beat this thing, mm-hmm. and I'm back. Yeah. And uh, I think we I think we're not going to get that. I think what we're going to get is, you know, I'm broken, right? I'm still working on my stuff. And and that's true. But I, I'm afraid that what we'll get is is tactics of how you don't find yourself in Jim's situation again. Yeah. What I saw there was a man who put church as the idol on right. his heart. Yep. Right? The church became so big so important that he did not, could not let that go, right. right? And God's supposed to be the idol. Right. And I think that swap, while it was a good thing, mm-hmm. church is a good thing, but it became his thing. Yeah. And you can easily argue with yourself and say, hey, I'm doing, I'm doing the work of God, right? And a lot of pastors get themselves into this trouble. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the work of God. You are. That's absolutely true. But when the work becomes the idol, yeah. even if it's good work, yeah. It's a problem, sure, right? And and I I don't know if he got that. I don't know if that's what his lesson is. I, I'll be interested to see if his lesson is that, or is his lesson, you know, here's how you deal with stress, mm. or here's how I took it out on other people, right? Right. It it wasn't that. It was that the church became the idol, 
Yeah. And the reason why I know that is because what he did is a function of when things that aren't God become your idol. Right. That is what, what happened there was exactly that. Another thing that I think is was a little interesting, and he mentioned it at all services, so I know you saw it as well, is he says, hey, I didn't realize what happened to me when Scott left. Yeah. Which is funny because I think we all did. Hmm. Right. And and what I think is I think what maybe Jim and and the messaging team doesn't realize is that they don't do that great of a job. Hmm. Uh, because at the end of the day, Jim's a raw and transparent person is one of the things I love the most about the man. Yeah. But he comes on stage and he tells us, Oh, I was really sort of thrown into a tailspin after Scott left. We know. Right. <laughs> yeah. That that came off a little inauthentic to me. Not that he was not that he what he was saying wasn't actually the truth, but that it was almost excusatory. Uh, so I didn't get that out of it. But, you know, like I said, that's the beauty of having a conversation between two people. Mm. Um, it, it could absolutely be that from, from another person's perspective. Mm-hmm. But what I, kept, what I kept coming back to was, is this idea that we didn't know that. Mm. And that I think he thought he hit it. Right. And I'm not really even sure that he still thinks that, I don't know if he still, I don't know if he knows now that he didn't hide it. Mm. And and I hate that because I hate to think that, again, big mega church, I get it. But what I'd like to think is, is that he didn't, he didn't, he didn't try to hide it and he doesn't think he's hiding it. Mm. And there's no sense of that. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Um, because when, when Scott left, uh, like, well, I think, uh, when Luke was here last, we, we really gave the church a big thumbs up on, on the fact it was the first masculine church I'd ever attended. Uh, and when Scott left, sort of that, a portion of that went away. And I don't think it was because Jim's not masculine. I think it's because other voices came into the choir. Sure. Right. It used to be the Jim and Scott show hmm. and the Jim and Scott show together were really 98% full on masculine. Hmm. And then Scott goes away, and it, that's a void. That void, I guarantee you, got filled by somebody somewhere, mm. some probably some bodies. Mm. And, um, and so then it sort of changed a little bit. And mm. I think we started to see that change, like with the men's retreats going away and all that kind of fun stuff. Right. I mean, we started to see that change, and it became really obvious. And then I think Jim sort of had his issue, uh, you know, he came back one service, and he was really upset about, uh, about you know, the fact that the numbers had gone down for the first time, and he right. was carrying that weight. And it was just really obvious he was carrying that weight. And um, I'm not really, you know, one of the things that, uh, Gateway City Church that, um, the, the church startup that we, that we support and help, um, help get rolling is, um, as I'm always, I'm always uh, with Will and I don't think he'd mind me telling you this. Uh, we, we focus a lot on just how do you bring authenticity to the stage? Mm. How do you do authentic? Mm-hmm. And, um, because I, I, I don't think you get to do it any other way. Yeah. So anyways, it was, it was great to see him back. I sure. was super excited. I mean, this is sort of a, uh, I tell you what though, my wife had the best response to all of this mm. after I told her, you know, this basically the same conversation. She said, well, maybe you should pray for Jim. Yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> why isn't that my first reaction? Right. It should totally be my Where's first reaction. At? Right. No kidding. <laughs> you know, um, why isn't that my first reaction? And, uh, it should be, I am praying for Jim. I'm, I'm really excited to see him back. I hope that the the big takeaway for him is is that uh that the church doesn't matter that much. God matters. Yeah. And it's not about uh tactics or strategies or any of that. It's really just about the fact that uh that there was a swap, sure. right? A little swap there. 
And it's a great lesson for people to learn. It is. Yeah. And so, I mean, in conclusion, we'll just have to kind of wait and see what happens and but I'm excited. Far. I'm excited too. I think everybody yeah. is really excited. Now, we said a, I, I said a lot of maybe things that weren't super positive. It wasn't meant that way. Right. I'm actually really excited. No, no, I think no, I, I think his authenticity and his transparency on stage was phenomenal, and yep. it was cool. And I was so excited to see him willing to share with the audience. And I also was really excited to see that his four o'clock was totally different than his eleven or than his uh, the next day's nine, right. ten o'clock. Mm. I mean it was it, the motions were different. Right. Which was good. That's exactly what it should be. Um because at some point, you know, you've sort of had the experience. Right. And uh so so he's he's a great, amazing guy and I hope he comes back stronger and um I hope he really gets uh uh realizes that yes the church will exist without him but right. uh but man He's the guy, and I'm he super, uh, super excited to have him back. Yep. And um, anyways, I will see you at uh, Flatirons probably next weekend. That's right. But uh, thanks for joining us on our podcast tonight, and we will talk to you next week. Catch you later, guys.